Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And this is the show where we ground humanity's most absurd, baffling ideas. And lately, we've been going down the infinite rabbit hole that is whatever the hell adrenochrome is, whoever the fuck the sea people are, and whatever the crap the connection between them and the shadow realm is. And it seems that everyone on Earth who's been around before the time of Christ and roughly about 200 years after him and then popping up again somewhere in the 1700s is somehow related. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. It's a fucking mess. Everyone across always is somehow connected to all of these things in some crazy way. Elites and ancient civilizations that are technologically advanced and weird creatures. And yet, a lot of it still doesn't make sense. A lot of it connects and we don't know why. Yes, that's why. Like, the dots connecting make sense. Why they're connecting doesn't. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what's really weird. So, let us do a quick recap. Okay. We've established that adrenochrome is actually more than one thing. It's three things? It's three things. It's nectar, the liquefied blood, adrenalized. It's ambrosia, organs pumped with adrenalized blood. And ichor, which is sort of distilled adrenalized blood. A person consumes nectar, and then you extract from their blood the ichor. Mm -hmm. All three of these things more or less do the same things. They give you immortality, youth. They allow you to come back from the shadow realm when you die. By the way, you go to the shadow realm when you die if you consume these things. But interestingly enough, a thing we've only recently found out is a fourth consistent feature of them is the ability to hear creatures from the shadow realm. They all think it's gods from the other side. For some reason, what just popped up into my head is like, they all give you power, but like, we all thought power meant like, in the society, like they rule over us. That's the power that they're trying to gain. But no. Yes, but no, they're getting powers like supernatural powers, like they're getting actual sort of powers. Yeah, they've always been getting powers. We've experimented with giving them the humans that become kind of vampiric, which is why the elites behave the way they do. They yes, need to but when to you feed. talk, when people talk about like they're trying to get power, you know, like when that's mentioned outside of Adrenochrome, you're not thinking of that type of power. I mean, when you are talking about adrenochrome, you're thinking about normal type of power of, like, over people and stuff like that. The power to rule not something magical, I guess. Yeah, the way people discuss it seems to be that they're talking about it that way. That it is, you know, somehow consuming this allows you to, you know, somehow... It's it's underwear gnomes. Yes, acquire, that's how we always talked about it. Yeah, acquire adrenochrome something, then rule the world. Yes. And now we sort of get it. Yeah, well so well we don't get anything. It's, it's get, so goddamn complicated. We're closer to understanding. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's so complicated, it really is. Because even cre- again, something about Earth partic- in particular, because we got creatures coming from other wherever, mm-hmm. interdimensional creatures and creatures from outer space, extraterrestrial creatures coming for exactly the same things, and that's weird. Well, we don't know if the ter- extraterrestrial. Creature we know that the extraterrestrial creature that we compared to the chupacabra was coming for that. And he's not the only one. We've established a couple of uh, creatures in our uh, previous episodes that aren't necessarily from Earth and are all sort of after the same thing. Like the cat people, I don't feel like we're... Well, the cat people are a weird one, because what the hell is even happening with that? That's oh, highly... Some... the roach people, we're not. No, but... Well, we don't know. We don't know. We, hmm. we didn't have all these connections before. Okay. So there's no way to actually know. We would need to look into them and see if they do connect. Nevertheless, the Egyptians particularly connect. So why wouldn't the cat people? Again, we haven't looked in their direction like this. Yeah. Okay. But the very civilization that they were involved with does. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't they? Mm -hmm. It's just we didn't have the information before. It was long before we had all these pieces. So that's just an assumption at this point. Okay. But back to the point, we got adrenochrome, which is three different parts. Yes. And then they cause the abilities, again, of immortality, of youth, of the ability to cross into the Shadow Realm when you die and return if you somehow find a way, mm-hmm. and the ability to contact or communicate with creatures from the Shadow Realm while still alive on this end. Mm-hmm. Not only that, the, pro- the big problem with Adrenochrome, specifically Nectar and Ambrosia, I think Nectar more than is if you consume it, you must continue to consume it. Again, issue with the elites. It basically turns you into a vampire. Mm -hmm. And you have to keep consuming. Otherwise, you become something more like a zombie. Like a feral monster. Yes. Very Fallout ghoul. Yeah. Fallout feral ghoul. Just savage, Mm -hmm. unthinking. So they continue to do whatever they can to consume it. It seems like California at this moment has become the harvesting ground ever since Weinstein. Not Weinstein. Epstein's Island, which was the previous harvesting ground, was completely eradicated. Mm-hmm. So at this point, they're so desperate, they don't even care. They're just blatant about it now. Insane. Okay. Yeah. It, it is what it is, right? Now, it's not entirely clear what the goal of using this is. What the goal of inventing this is or discovering this. We know the people of the past were using this. Mm-hmm. People that are considered gods were probably just humans on some variant of adrenochrome that other people didn't understand, and they had powers and abilities and were superior and immortality and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Called them gods almost in every culture. Mm-hmm. Almost from every religion, these were the gods. Yes. Very interesting. Similarities across everything. Now, one group of people who didn't were the people from the Persian Gulf Oasis. Didn't do what? Never touched Adrenochrome. They seem to, on the other hand, have the second piece of this puzzle. The sea people directly connected to the history of Jesus Christ, the Magi. It's so secretive down that down there. How do you know they don't have to do with Adrenochrome? Like, there's no mention of it, but there's not. we don't really know anything that they're doing. We, we don't. know where they're the most advanced thing we've ever seen. Yes. But with, it seems like everybody wants what they have. Yes. 
And if you already have Adrenochrome, why would you need what they have? Hmm. If Adrenochrome does the same thing that the Alicorn does, no, they must not have Adrenochrome. There must be something superior. On top of the fact that the Sea People had this weird migration pattern hid entirely from Jesus Christ, who was also a sea person, as was Mary, watched by the Magi, who later created the Knights Templar in order to correct the narrative of Jesus Christ. Complicated. What are they hiding? The possibility that the Garden of Eden is some sort of technology? There are not two, three fruits. Yes. And mm. one of them seems to do almost identically what Adrenochrome does. Adrenochrome okay. does. Mm. You have the fruit of knowledge, the fruit of life, which gives you that same immortality, and then the fruit of uh, the, the cavalry fruit, which is essentially a fruit that allows you to transcend to the other realm. Yes. The Tonight's Templar twisted that in the Bible and named it the uh, uh, made it seem like it was just the cross that uh, Jesus. Jesus was crucified on. But that seems to be incorrect when you translate the original texts without counting on the Holy Bible, King James Version, many uh, similar texts, it seems to be that there was, in fact, another fruit that can be confirmed because the Norse also discussed the universe based on a tree. Their universe about moving through different realms mm. was entirely based on a tree connecting the realms. It's just... Okay, if they have that tree, how did he get a hand of a fruit from that tree? I don't know. That's another question we have no answer for. He's, he know he was for sure into the blood stuff. And eating Yes, people. Jesus is the only sea person we know of who was directly in contact with some form of adrenochrome. How did he get to an apple? Because they're so good at it doesn't make sense. The absurd nature with which they're secretive is mind-blowing. Exactly. So how is it possible? Unless his mom helped him somehow. No, because she had not been. You said the same thing last time, and it makes no sense because she never got there until he died. He had already been dead, and then she began her track there. What did she have it with her? I don't understand. Why couldn't she have taken How that would she have... She wasn't even involved with the thing as far as we know. We got three names of three people who were actually working on this project. Jehovah, whatever the hell serpent is, unless she's the serpent. And Lilith. Lilith created an army of demons because she didn't have Eve, which was the second part of this technology named Adam and Eve. So she was cast out for using this project at all in order to attack or do whatever. She, I guess you want to conquer the sea people, maybe. I don't know. So she's cast out of the project. We still know who the hell the serpent really is. That's a code name of some sort. And then Jehovah, which is the creator of this. Although she was the serpent, that's really cool. Because then, yeah, then there you go. Cause the serpent... Why would they welcome her back? Oh, I don't know. And also, as whoever the serpent is, is being watched as much as Lilith. Because of what they're protecting and what they're dealing with. There's no way they'd let somebody just leave when the point of them protecting this so avidly is. Yes. They're watching her that whole time. Too. Yeah, they had the Maji on her. I don't know. And Joseph was probably one of the Maji who was directly next to her. She was being watched. Yeah. She was being watched. There's no way, dude. There's no way. She, she did not. It wasn't her. There's something missing to the story. There's something missing. <laughs> Somehow he got a hold of a piece of fruit. Or not a piece of fruit, but a whole fruit from 
the tree of cavalry. I don't know. And this allowed him to fully die, which is a requirement of the fruit, in order to then come back to life. And it gives you the ability of a fairy to move across. It could be that, or it could be, what was the other option? Nectar? Like, it could have been either or for him. It could have been either or, yeah. He probably, the idea is he probably already had nectar. And that's why he went around spreading it to his homies, telling them about him, giving them the thing. And he also made gates, presumably, to come back himself. Yeah. He was preparing for his death. Yeah, so he might not have that fruit. Maybe he had an Albert Wesker kind of scenario. Dying was part of the plan in order to have these abilities he was looking for. Yeah. So he needed to consume nectar and ambrosia, let himself die. Go to the other side, but he knew this was going to happen, so he took a trip, established some gates, came back. Yes. Because there's no way. There's no way. There is that fruit that does all that things, but there's no way he had that. So he must have planned it all out. Yeah, I don't... No way to tell, but it looks like it. So there's yeah. some plan on his side, and the sea people don't like him, and it's likely because... By the way, sea people, Atlantean, same thing. It's possible that it's because they're trying to protect this technology named the Garden of Eden that contains the apples, the three different apples, and this is some sort of lab or some shit. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact that they made Mount Kof absolutely vanish, which was a direct passageway in and out of the Shadow Realm. Enter the third part of our equation, the fucking Shadow Realm. It seems to be that there's something really overpowered on that side that it's pretending to be some sort of god and trying to communicate with people and bring itself through. Yes. And it probably does come through every once in a while, but just can't stay out here. Like, I don't know why, and I don't know if somehow the thing that they have in their their technology can somehow help him stay here. Is that even his goal? Does he want to be in and out? Like, who knows? There's so many questions. Yes. And the fact that um, the Shadow Realm is a resemblance of our human realm, the mortal realm, but twisted and contorted and foggy, according to the Norse. Foggy. Foggy Hmm. and misty. Darker. And there are beings over there, jinn, who are essentially the humans of that side. There are gods to the jinn, which are similar to the vampiric uh, consumers of adrenochrome from this end. But something that we do not know about the other side, because there must be a third realm we're unaware of that is not the shadow realm, is where fairies come from, that we do not know the answer to that question. We know they can move through the mortal realm and through the shadow realm effortlessly. And it might be that unicorns are the same thing. A fairy. they don't come from that place. But they don't come from the Shadow Realm. We know that much. Mm. They just move in and out. Mm -hmm. So where do they come from? Complicated. Weird. Yes. Very weird. These are the questions we are actively trying to answer. And how they connect to each other. What the point is. That's very important. Yes. So we've looked at a bunch of religions, gone through um, Greek mythology and gone through Norse mythology, gone through Christianity, looking through things, looking for different um, blood rituals that connect directly to adrenochrome, which the Viking had and the Christians had and the, the Greek had. And this is how we came 
to these, it led us to all these different versions of Adrenochrome, and it seems that collectively around the world, mostly around the the old equator, there are a bunch of civilizations directly connected to the sea people that gave them information in preparation for something. something. Presumably, yeah. their hiding is my theory now. They were preparing everybody for their disappearance. Here, advance forward, we're going to disappear one day. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. Yes, yes. But what is the ultimate point of all this? So mm-hmm. I figure the only way to really continue digging and investigating is to look into other belief systems. Yeah, yeah. The next one that I took a deep dive into, looking for, again, the same patterns we find seemingly everywhere, mm-hmm. was Hinduism. We've never turned a single stone relative to this. The closest thing we got to is Buddhism and Shinto gates. Shinto gates, there's more. Which leads us back to Jesus. Yes. But we haven't gone to Hinduism. Absolutely random other thing that's unrelated. Mm-hmm. So, in looking into Hinduism, we come across... Again, I was trying to find the Shadow Realm. Mm-hmm. Trying to find the Shadow Realm. But... I found out that they do, in fact, have a version of hell. Okay. What's that like? Well, it's hell. But, so it's called Naraka. Interesting enough, it seems that hell in the Greek mythology, in the Norse mythology, in Christianity, in Hinduism, is beneath the world. Whatever that might be. It's Mm -hmm. always beneath the world. Specifically in Hinduism, they say it's not just beneath the world, but it's beneath the universe. Hmm. interesting thing that they have that falls in line with some ideas we've come across but haven't established before you can come back from this hell they say how no oh well i didn't look into that specifically it was just fascinating that you can come back from that place Mm -hmm. so that's interesting i was thinking that's the shadow realm that they're conflating with hell yeah that sounds like you could do that, yeah. Yeah, except their shadow realm is called Patala. Oh, they have a shadow realm. They have a shadow realm. They call it the netherworld or the underworld. But it's essentially the same idea. It's a beautiful earth-like place. Darker, slightly more twisted, but very earth-like. And just like Norse mythology, filled with groves and rivers which seemed to be the focal point of that place. Fascinating. Very similar to Nuffelheim. Nuffelheim. Is the Shadow Realm of the Norse. Yes. Which was the Realm of Fog and Mist. The only difference here is that it's not a Realm of Fog and Mist. It is contorted. It is more twisted. It's more like the Shadow Realm depicted in old uh, Germanic religions. Okay. So the Shadow Realm and Hell are separate. The Shadow Realm and Hell are separate. But this hell is one we can come from, come back from. So it's not a one-way trip, mm-hmm. which again falls in line with the Norse. It's not a one-way trip. It's a way out. So all these locations, the Norse. All these locations coexist. Mm-hmm. The many realms. So it seems when it comes to visualization, when, when it comes to traversal, the most accurate of all are the Norse. They're just locations you can travel to. Okay. And in their shadow realm, you could go in and out? Yes. Okay. And so can you from their heaven. 
called what? Svark. Just going out of there. So heaven. their heaven is set in a celestial. It's a series of celestial worlds similar to the Norse. Here's where this gets interesting. It's located above a mountain called Mount Meadow. No, another mountain. This is a five-peaked mountain. What does that even mean? It has five peaks. So it's not multiple mountains. No, it's mm-hmm. one mountain and with five peaks. Out. Okay. And their heaven begins at the top of the central tallest peak. Okay. Very, again, Norse, directly over the tree. Very Norse on top of Mount Olympus. Mount Olympus is not Norse? Very Greek, I said. Oh. Norse on top of a mountain and Greek like Mount... Or unless I said Norse twice. Um, But Greek, Mount Olympus. Yes. Christian heaven in top of the sky, I guess. I don't know. Well, here's what's interesting. Christianity might be the only one that isn't directly referring to a heaven on top of a mountain. We had Moses go and talk to God on top of a mountain. That's for sure on a mountain. But what mountain was it? I don't know. Fascinating, right? Fascinating. There is a mountain. There is a mountain. It's called Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai is renowned as the principal site of divine revelation in Judaism, where God is reported to have appeared to Moses and given him the Ten Commandments fascinating and this mountain is located in egypt Mm. one of the two primary locations that contacted and have information directly from the sea people yes what does this mean what the hell is he's talking to the sea people not only that but the sea people not the sea people but Christianity and Jews hold another mountain completely sacred, primarily Christians, which is Mount Athos, and that's the mountain where the sea people arrive from. Do they consider that a mountain that connects to heaven? Is that what they're protecting? Is that what they're indirectly protecting? A gate to heaven, quote, unquote. It would make sense. Jehovah, the sea person, was contacting Moses, the Jew, on top of a mountain in Egypt. So not the other? Yes, both. Both. This was before they moved. Okay. Mount Athos is after they fled the Persian Gulf Oasis. Mount Sinai is before. This is the mountain they would originally contact these people at. Okay. It was closer to home. Mm. So it's mostly them on mountains first, then the... Once they kind of disappeared from our lives, the new god or whatever decided he was going to take up mountain mountain mm. spots. Is no, everybody had mountain spots. Everyone had mountain spots. Okay. Everybody had mountain spots. A lot of those people were happening at the same time in different locations. Everybody oh. had mountain mm. spots. All something about mountains. There's something about mountains that's significant. That's magical. Magical. Sort of. Whatever. Whether yeah. mm-hmm. it, they must all be portals to, to different dimensions of yeah. some sort. Considering heaven a different dimension wouldn't be too far off the stretch because Mount Kaf went up but took you to the Shadow Realm. And that means there really have to be portals that are taking us to underground too. <laughs> There's something down there. Yeah. There must be, just like the Norse believe, just like the Greek believe, if you go below, there is something. 
Oh, wait. There was be something taken below. somewhere. Blizzard people were down there. And then we destroyed it. Right? That happened? Right. But, religiously speaking, mm-hmm. there are many, many... There's a lot of examples of there being either a direct path down that leads yes. you somewhere, or you go down to a place mm-hmm. that takes you somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, if we were to go straight down now, there isn't something holding up Earth. That's not how it works. That's not happening. Greek mythology's example of it doesn't make any sense. Unless you go down towards Earth, the center of the Earth, and you find some sort of gate that takes you somewhere where there's a creature holding up an entire platform that people live on. Interesting. That's different than if he's literally holding Earth. Our Earth is round. It's three-dimensional. Wait, but what do you mean? If, if well, like Hades holding up the Earth or whatever. Okay. Is her Hades... Whoever's being punished in Greek mythology holding up the entire planet? Yeah. The planet must be a flat plane. Uh-huh. In order for that to be the case. Or if it's an orb, we're still on only one side of it. Mm-hmm. So if we were to go underground and go to their version of hell, perhaps there is just a portal that takes you to this place. And this place is some sort of flat plane that we're on top of and there's something punished holding it up. Okay. Maybe that is exactly what's happening. But we're thinking, oh, it doesn't make sense. Earth is round. Yes, because we're on a three-dimensional plane. That's a different realm that works differently and everything is on one side. Mm, okay. The same in Norse mythology. You could just take a trip on the River Styx, but what's the River Styx? It's a it's a river. Why would it take you to a hell like place unless there's a portal on this river? Oh yes. Okay. Portals everywhere. There's portals everywhere that yeah. take you to certain places, and peop- certain people know how to get there. Sometimes you gotta summon the portal, perhaps with a ritual of sorts. Yes. Places Man. of concentration that we've established. But are these, are the, I don't know, like, are they other dimensions or are they actual physical places that we are just, these portals can take us? Like, maybe it's a different planet that it's, we're connecting to that planet or something that has a different atmosphere or whatever. It could 100% like, be, also not dimensions, but realms. Realms. Uh, yes, 100% could be. Because... We've established that a lot of these places have extremely advanced technology. Mm -hmm. But the Shadow Realm looks very similar to Earth, and it is a place that you can cross without needing technology. Mm. Yeah. And creatures fly here from outside our planet, looking for these same abilities that we just casually have here. I think those things write off the likelihood that... we do have technologies that are very literally technologies. Look inside the pyramid. We have the ability to just teleport yes. anywhere. It's yeah. there. But it's obviously technology. We can tell it's technology. It's unquestionably technology. Mm-hmm. I think the nature of a gate that looks like magic is actually some sort of, maybe not necessarily magic, but it's not technology in the way we understand it. And it's not taking us to another planet. No, because we have technologies that do that. Okay. It looks like these are realms. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, different mm-hmm. places where different things work. The Shadow Realm isn't necessarily physical. There's no way in there without Adrenochrome. But then you have Adrenochrome and now you can get there. Weird. Yes. Unless you're a fairy. Unless you're a fairy. Again, we don't even know what fairies are because of these interesting features. Mm-hmm. 
So the idea is that Mount Sinai was the location specifically where Jehovah was, in fact, contacting people. And then when the sea people migrated and left, alternatively, Jehovah that we're talking about before the New Testament isn't the same Jehovah we're talking about after. The don't worship other gods? No, that's a very specific god from the shadow realm mm-hmm. that's jehovah of dark that would be moses's god that's moses's god he mm-hmm. went to mount sinai so regardless the sea people were never there mm-hmm. that's more like mount kaf if anything something about going to the top of mountains allow you to tune into these different realms and he went up there and tuned into the shadow realm where he got orders from jehovah of dark mm-hmm. i don't know what does that mean? I don't know. But okay, so we have Naraka, the hell, Patala, the netherworld, and Svarg, the heaven equivalent. And then we have the five peak mountain called Mount Maru. Okay. Yes. There's another mountain I just remembered. Which mountain? I don't know its name, but St. Patrick was there for 40 days fasting. And then, until God promised him many things, I remember one of them was um, to let him be the judge of sinners in heaven, the the Irish. So he went up and got powers and then came down. Well, yeah, for the after, he had, I think the promises were for the afterlife, or for when he went to heaven. So hold on, hold on, hold on. He went up to a mountain and was told that in the afterlife he would have abilities. Yes. And then came down from the mountain. Yes. Bro, somebody told him he's going to go to the Shadow Realm. Yeah, on the mountain. Someone told him. Someone told him, I can get you into the Shadow Realm. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what mountain it was, but... Oh, another mountain. At this point, we can start discarding mountains. Because we understand that, generally speaking, mountains. A specific mountain? Who cares? Generally speaking, mountains. Mm-hmm. Something about mountains. Yes. Some more than others, but something about mountains. All mountains. All of them. All mountains. There's something. Or tall mountains, particularly tall mountains. Mm-hmm. Although Athos is not a particularly tall mountain, that's just a unique mountain. Alternatively, th- that mountain itself has some sort of field of energy around it that prevents any magic or ability from taking place everywhere except in the summit. That mountain is just unique for a reason. Mm, but it's not just mountains. It's kind of like everywhere that's not normal for us is something's hiding in there. Like every lake has some type of sea monster in it protecting something. Protecting something. <laughs> every vo- volcano has something in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's just random locations that is not we can't Where it's hard explore. for us to get to is where things will hide their stuff. Yeah. Now, this five-peak mountain, there's something very important about this five-peak mountain that I think is one of the most important details about this deep dive. The five-peak mountain that the Hindus believe in, uh, Mount Madhu, Meru, is the Hindu word. The, 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 the word Meru is in Hindu, right? And this mountain is specifically located, formerly listen to these words, formerly located northeast 
of India. But the exact location was never known by the Indians. They just know it was northeast of India. Okay, this right here is a map of India. Mm-hmm. Northeast of India. Slowly migrate northeast of India. What do you find? Pakistan? Uh-huh, keep going. Keep going from there? Keep going northeast from India. Um, am I going even more farther up? Like, I don't know. North? East? Iran? Okay, yes. Iran. What's below Iran? That's the Persian Gulf right there. Right? Okay. 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 Yeah. Keep going more northeast. That right there, directly northeast from India, just so happens to be the location of Mount Kaf. Wait, what does that relate to what you're saying? What were we saying? Mount Meru uh-huh. is in the Indian texts uh-huh. said to be directly northeast of India. That's formerly its location. Formerly. As in, it's no longer there. A mountain that's no longer there mm-hmm. and was northeast of India. You follow northeast from India and you land at the exact location where Mount Kaf was. That's so far away, though. I don't understand. Yeah. I think it was... They also had no idea where the mountain was. They just knew it was northeast of their location. Okay. They've never seen Mount Kaf. Oh. I mean, they've never seen Mount Meadow. Okay. They just know it's somewhere in that location. Yes. No longer is. They know it was and no longer is. Okay. Now, I'm not saying there's the same mountain. I'm saying you go northeast from India and you could land at Mount Kaf. And that's the only mountain that just like Mount Meru is no longer there. Mm-hmm. They're probably talking about the same mountain. And that's a hell of a distance. Mm-hmm. But it just happens to be northeast. Yes. Could be a coincidence, but why would it be in the same direction? Mm-hmm. I thought that was incredibly interesting. That's interesting, yeah, yeah. If you were to draw a straight line, you just land at the body of water where Mount Kaf was. That's weird. What is this one? Mm-hmm. Now, mountain-wise, that's the most important detail we come across. Mount Meru, that could, for all intents and purposes, also be Mount Kaf. Are they described the same? They're not described as a five-pointed mountain. Mount Kaf is not described as at all. Oh, okay. There's no description of Mount Kaf. There's just, you go to the peak of Mount Kaf and you can access the shadow. All right. Um, Mount Meru is an access point to the heavens. Mm. As far as they know. They've never seen it, so they're assuming the heavens are up there. Okay. Now, I wanted to know how they relate to adrenochrome. Very important. Hmm. Okay. Right. There's a connection? Well, Let's do find one. Well, that's what I'm about to tell you. Like the sea people, there's actually literally no connection. There is a respect for life. They are not to consume life. They are not to consume blood. The only times that a sacrifice of life is made is just for God. God is in heaven. Now, let me tell you how specific a sacrifice for God is. Yes, please. The human must be sacrificed while alive and whole, tossed into a fire pit. God requires the sacrifice to be absolutely conscious and present as they become one. What? This is horrifying. Yes, but that's the point, it seems. Yes. The person will be way more horrified. 
How do they have a connection to him, though? Because the other, it seems like the other stories, they had to have some kind of connection, whether it was a adrenochrome or whatever. But these people are supposed to not do anything. And, like, to get to this mountain, that's a hell of a journey. Yeah, like, how is this happening? Like, Unless now... They're not the ones doing these human sacrifices. They just know that that was know, being done. I don't done. know. But, like, after you find out that northeast of Mount... Is Mount Meadow... And that you have to basically horrify somebody as they slowly die in a sacrifice to God. It kind of crosses real well at those two points. That's probably Mount Kaf. It can't be the same people, though. <laughs> They're doing these sacrifices. If like, they have no how are they getting a sacrifice up there? Unless the trek is part of the ritual. This long fucking journey to make the sacrifice. But they're not drinking any blood. They're, they're not, not like, drinking how are any they blood. Getting any connection to this guy? They're going to the mountain. That is the access point. You don't need the blood. The if mountain can take okay. you there. Oh, okay. That's why it's weird that they specifically said northeast. It takes you to the one place you don't need adrenochrome to access the shadow realm. The literal access point to the shadow realm. If being close to death has anything to do with it, too. Like, they tr- they travel all that distance. They must have been dying. How long did Moses stay on that mountain? 40 days and 40, 40 minutes. Patrick was up there 40 days as well. Like, they were not doing very well. They weren't doing very well. So maybe that's also helps communicating with this being on you the mountain. Partially dead. Yeah. That could be the case. That could definitely like, be the case. There's something that you have... Like, a normal person going on a mountain isn't really going to have that connection. But maybe someone meditating... Maybe like something those... about the human life force prevents you from accessing the shadow realm. And so the less of it you have, the more connected you can be. Mm. But we don't have proof of that. No. Except Moses didn't make a sacrifice. He went up alone. Yes. And he just stayed there. As did long. Patrick. Yeah. He went up alone and still managed to communicate. Mm-hmm. And then we know there's a bunch of priests up there. They're just, what are they doing? They're fasting most of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, actually, temples and monks and whatnot. There's yeah. a lot of fasting, a lot of intentional, stoic suffering. Yeah. I think that's connected somehow. <laughs> Interesting observation interesting observation we haven't come across that theory before and it works very well Mm -hmm. now you make this trek over there halfway through people start dying that's still not going to connect you there's no mention of anything like that we would have heard of stuff like that you dying along the way there's none of that what do you mean like people making the journey to mount meadow to make the sacrifice nobody is feeling the power of god on their way over there they're just dying and like whoever makes it makes it but when you make it now you reach the access point and you have less life force yeah you hear him mm-hmm. or them or whatever you hear the thing you hear the thing <laughs> but it's because you went to the access point yeah so it's not about just being half dead it's about being half dead up there up there yeah that's the important part yes i think so the access point matters Mm-hmm. Now, thinking about that, biblically speaking, we do have an example to the contrary. What? But we're talking Moses again. What do you and mean? Moses starts to free his people, and Moses parts the seas. But how the fuck did he do that? 
Moses doesn't have that power. Moses hasn't consumed blood, but Moses is in connection. He's in connection with this being. So these people are starving and suffering and dying on this journey. And we can make fire fall from the skies and the oceans part. Now we have an argument for this level of horror and fear and suffering, bringing this destructive being. And he's like, these are the people who are going to worship me? Yes, I'll protect them. And then he destroys these places with fire and creates barriers so that they can't be chased and parts the literal seas so they can move through it. And also murdering their children. Yeah, I guess that too. <laughs> so all that kind of stuff. The ability, which is was caused by fear. Mm-hmm. You can do it because fear. Yes. All these things, all of these things are examples of suffering Yes, allowing the being through, but we already knew things like that were the case if you got enough fear going on. Mm -hmm. So suffering might not do it. Suffering might allow you to hear them. Yes. But fear allows them to come through. That's what's actually happening in the story of Moses. He goes up, suffers, hears God, but his people don't hear God. The suffering isn't as important as the fear they're feeling because this allows God to come through himself. A whole group of people all horrified. They're going to find us. They're going to kill us. God himself can come through. They're also starving to death. They're also all on the verge of dying as well. But they're not at some peak where they're hearing God. They don't no. hear God. They no, never no, hear no. God. Not one of them and Moses on the trip doesn't hear God. No. He went to the mountain, suffered. There he heard God. Yes. But along this path, he didn't hear God. But while he's up there, they're all fearing that he's never coming back or he's lying to them. Like, there's a bunch of fear building up to the point of him returning. Yes, and then when they're running away, yeah. which is the adrenaline fear. Yeah. The, oh my God, oh my God fear. They're behind us. Oh my God fear. Mm-hmm. And then God can manifest because there's so much fear concentrated. Yes. Theory. The bush is then a portal of some sort, a vessel of some sort, some item that connects to the shadow realm. Something is up with that bush. I need to investigate. So, other than for... God himself needing a sacrifice. There's no other example of human consumption. No nectar, no ambrosia, no ichor. They do not touch it. Okay. It does not exist in Hinduism. They're as close to the sea people as we can get. But are there demons and angels and stuff? Gods? Yeah, there's definitely a bunch of different creatures. Okay. But they themselves aren't becoming any of them. Which means there are... And a lot of the times these are things to be feared. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's things that probably do get a hold of adrenochrome and shit. Yeah. Because they look down on it. Mm. But. But. What? As I'm looking through all of these things, I come across something very interesting. Didn't notice this before. What? And it was elsewhere. But I noticed it here that made me, oh, wait, I remember something like that. The dots. What is this? Soma. Soma. Soma is a drink derived from plant. Simple. Uh-huh. It's mentioned in the ancient Hindu text of Rigvada, specifically in the Haim called the Soma Madala. Now, this drink derived from a plant is named particularly the Purifying Soma. Well, okay. Sure, whatever. The purifying summer. 
So I'm reading through it and I see that, uh, so it's derived from a plant called, a plant named Somatala. The origin of, the origin of the plant is unknown. Other than that, it came from a sacred mountain. Interesting. A plant that came from a mountain. Okay, okay. Of course. Yeah. Now, when I tell you what this plant does, we have come across our third or fourth thing, depending how we look at it. It grants immortality. It grants youth. It grants divine visions. And the ability to transcend beyond the mortal world. I don't understand. Adrenochrome, alicorn, the, the three fruits, and soma. And we're thinking these are not the same things, even though they're all not, exactly the same. Exactly the same. Well, we know they're different. Adrenochrome is blood. Alicorn is uh, the horn of a unicorn. The apples are either technology or fruit. And Soma is a literal plant. Hmm. Now, I minus the effects it causes, a plant that gets turned into a drink I've come across before. Where? The Persians had something similar. One of their rituals in Zoroastrianism was a holy plant named Hoama. Does it do the same things? Yes. All of that. Yes. Hoama, mentioned in the old Persian cuneiform and the DN script, is said to have been brought to the attention of the Persians by the nomadic Scythians, which are Iranic nomads who traveled from the central of Asia to uh, current day Ukraine. And they said it grew atop Mountains. Mount Kaf. Uh, the, the Iraqis found it on Mount Kaf. Mm. They were Persians at the time still. This is all one. And they found a plant on top of Mount Kaf and they were like, fuck this shit, we're out. I don't understand how there's so many things that are the same thing, but it's not the same. How is it possible that are there's... Said to have healing abilities, purifying abilities, granting mortality, physical strengthening, brings enlightenment, and allows the consumer to transcend to the likes of deities upon physical death. We have four identical things. Then they can't be what we think they are. There's no way. Maybe unicorn horn has been code for this plant this whole time. I don't know. This doesn't make sense. Well, no, because people have, in the 1700s, said they got these things from unicorns. But there was never proof of these unicorns. They the just people had... said they saw it. The people said they saw it. Yeah. Hmm. People who aren't part of the religious sect hmm. said they saw it. A traveler said he saw it. They saw the horn. Some saw the horn, some saw the unicorns. Oh. They all got it from the same location. Mm-hmm. The blood is factually unrelated. Okay. Factually. Like, what the fuck does a blood have to do with a plant? I don't know. That opened many doors and yes. left many questions. Mm -hmm. A plant called Soma that is identical in effect to the three plants of the garden will summarize and just say the garden, alicorn, adrenochrome, and Soma. Man, I think they are all related, though. 
blood, a plant, fruits, and an animal, tusk or horn. It, if they're all from the same area, maybe. These gods need the sacrifices on these mountains. So you don't actually need a sacrifice to go through Mount Kaf. Mount Kaf is the access point you could just go through. Okay. That doesn't need any of it. But is this plant found on that mountain? Yes, this plant somehow allows you to access it without the need for sacrifices. And the this unicorns plant similar on that mountain. Unicorns are not on that mountain as far as we know. Oh, okay. Unicorns are on Mount Athos. So many different mountains. Highly okay. unrelated. Yeah. And mm-hmm. unicorns literally found nowhere else. Just Mount Athos. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely not Mount Kaf. Highly unrelated. Okay. What? Adrenochrome can get you there from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Soma, if taken from the mountain and turned into this potion, can get you there from anywhere. Yeah. Huh. The fruit of cavalry can get you there from anywhere. Well, where are these stories about these plants? They're part of Zoroastri- Zoroastrianism and part of Hinduism. Okay. So, India and Persia. Persia's way close to Mount Kaf. It's mm-hmm. right around the corner from it. Ah. I mean, it's literally touching the body of water that Mount Kaf is on top of. Mm. Four different ways to mm-hmm. do the same thing. I think this holds way more water when we're talking about the race to accomplish deifying. We've, de- we've established that perhaps what's happening is a group of gods wants their people to be the next bigger god. Yeah. One of their people would take their place or whatever. Not take their place, but become the big overseer of everything. Mm-hmm. The gods of gods. Yeah. And somehow they require these things. Or it's about making perfect... Well, no, because we know it's so... Con- Why is Adam and Eve a thing? That's the other problem. We don't know what the sea people are doing. The yes. sea people are the... Because we got everybody else's shit down packed. Yes. The sea people are so fucking mysterious. mysterious. But what? they have this tech that can make humans. And as, the, as they are Persian themselves, they probably have access to the plant. They yeah. know of adrenochrome, but there's no need for it because they have the unicorns and the fruits. They got three of the four things. Yeah. They got three of the four things, and the fourth one is just a desperate way to do it. Mm-hmm. That is pretty intense. Okay. And then they also have whatever the hell the point of Adam and Eve, this population technology is. Yeah. What is the point? I don't understand. The sea people got something else going on. They got something more. They do. I don't know, because they're all after it. I don't know. Everybody else wants it. That's why the sea people went to hiding. And not just what we consider gods in the area. There's wars happening just for where they used to be. Yeah. The tanker war is just for the Palace of Alcaraz, where they used to be and no longer were. Because these gods can't really create things. Not the way that they make us believe. No. It's technology. They're just people who evolved over time like the rest of us. Yes. Those are the intelligent civilizations of the past, yes. of 2.5 million years ago. But creating life is important for some reason. Why? Not just making life. They could all make life. They've all made life. It's making whatever superior form of life happens with this technology called Adam and Eve. 
Mm. I don't know. And I also don't know why it's so important to access the Shadow Realm. And why the sea people needed to stop everybody else from getting there, but they have a bunch of ways. But they probably don't travel there themselves either. You think they're protecting us from that? And these other fuckers are just looking, they're so power hungry that they don't give a shit. They're like, fuck, destroy this shit. We'll repopulate it. Yes. Meanwhile, they're like, if they don't have this, they won't kill their people. But if they get a hold of Adam and Eve, they got no problem destroying everything and remaking it in their image. Yes. That could be it. That could totally be it. I don't know. This is spitballing at this point, but that could totally be it. As long as they don't get a hold of the technology known as Adam and Eve, Mm -hmm. they will not destroy everything. It makes sense. I don't know why, but it does. It's the the closest to something we've got. Because we really can't, we can't really tell at all whatsoever because no one knows because they're secret. Not unless we can access the texts, the data storage beneath the Sphinx and the Mayan temples, which Mm -hmm. are the records of the Sea People. The records. You think they're there still? Nobody has gotten those out. Why would they just going to disappear? Time destroys them all. That would defeat the point of hiding it there if it's supposed to outlast you in case you get destroyed yeah you can make it some fragile shit that time alone will get rid of it but even it mentioned the sea people yeah well i don't i mean i guess it would because it's just written on the walls of the egyptians in the mayan temples yes i don't know there's something weird about that because like if they're trying to keep a secret and hide and everything why would they also be like i think they're hiding their location Okay, not the, themselves. Though. I mean, they hid so much about themselves that hearing their name doesn't matter. Okay. You know how hard we've had to work to just piece this shit together? And we don't really know what they're called. Yeah. Like, just calling to them as the to sea the people. sea people makes no sense anymore because they don't live in the sea. <laughs> they live in the ocean. Yeah. But either way, who cares what we call them? Yeah. Like, their name doesn't matter. That's like watching The Walking Dead and somebody's scared to say their name. And it's like... Dude, what could they do with your name? They don't have computers that can search you up and find your house. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. See people. We could call one of them Bob for all we know. It doesn't, like, affect anything. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, whatever. See people. It's as accurate as anything else we could call them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, they are referring to the same people. Written the same. Hmm. I wish we had other stories, though, about them. More about very them. little. There's very little. We got to surmise what their plan is based on everything around them and what's jesus up to and what jesus did jesus is the closest thing we have to records of the sea people but like that doesn't mean he knows anything about them or has any plans for adam and eve or anything or do we assume he does we do everything is an assumption we gotta go based on everybody else's things that's why we can't answer a bunch of these questions we've gotten far as hell for not having a bunch of information yeah Hmm. I wonder what happened with these plants. Are they just gone? Did the sea people the, just have The them? plants actually completely drop off mention after some time. Even in Zoroastrianism, it completely trails off. Funny enough, after the death of Jesus. I think he has something to do with that. Because he wants people to do blood sacrifices. Or not him specifically, but this thing that's probably communicating with him... Then in the Knights, the Knights Templar's version of things would have mentioned that so the people use that instead. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because they don't want them either. They don't want people to do this either. No, they don't want it. Yeah. So. Jesus is winning because 
the sea people have hit every other f- access point. Mm-hmm. The desperate access point is Adrenochrome, and because it's the only one people have access to, everybody does that one. Yes. If they had the plant, they'd do that instead of get addicted to some shit. Yes. If they had unicorns, they'd use that instead of getting addicted to some shit. If they had the fruits, they'd use that instead of getting addicted to some shit. If they had the mountain, they'd go through there instead of getting addicted to some shit. So then why... But they don't. Yeah. Everybody ends up on the blood sacrifices of adrenochrome variants, ambrosia, nectar, and ichor, because they don't have any of the other things. So are the same people the bad guys at the end of the day? <laughs> no, because they're still trying to stop people. The bad guys are the ones still trying to get there through these bad ways. The idea is nobody get there. Nobody. Nobody Except for get these there. sea people. The sea people are also not going there. They don't use adrenochrome. And as far as we know, we have no proof that they cross. Besides that they have unicorns. They also have the apples. That doesn't mean they use huh. any of it. There's no proof whether they do or don't use them. Yeah, exactly. We have no proof. We can't say anything that we cannot prove. Uh, hmm. As far as we know, there's no way to tell. Yeah. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. So Soma, Soma is our fourth, plan. unless we count Mount Kof, the literal access point, of which is one of many because the Vikings believed if you kill enough people in a surrounding area. But that's just to communicate. That's not to bridge through. No. That's just communicating with God. Yeah. So the access point does exist. I guess that's five different ways to get to the same location. Soma, Mount Kof, Adrenochrome, the Apple, and Alicorn. Not every mountain. This specific mountain? This specific mountain. Okay. Although it's possible other mountains lead to other realms. Yeah. And not oh just boy. mountains, but <laughs> downward directions take us to certain places. River Styx is an example. Okay. And following the roots of the tree, another weird example that you could land at a gate of some sort. The root really crossing through dimensions. Through realms, I guess. Yeah, not dimensions. Through realms. Anyways, that's what we got. That's what we got. That's where we are. That's a lot. It's a lot. And so little. <laughs> yeah, we didn't answer anything, but we got way more questions, which sucks, I guess. But more places to look, I suppose. Anyways, if you guys want to contact us about these things, talk to us about it. You can contact us on all our socials at Just Convo Pod. Us on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, on X, now that it's not Twitter. Is it really being called X, though? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's Twitter, ultimately, but yeah. Twitter. X. X. Remember to subscribe, right? And review the show. And let people know about the show. Word of mouth. Tell them we're getting to the bottom of these absurd and baffling ideas. Help us get there. Yes, please. Anything you know is a step forward. This has been the Rambling Podcast. Take nothing personal. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister.
with social media managed by Amber Black.